pen? I do have a pen. I have a pen. Thank you. Where are my... Oh, her pen, by the way, is a sharpie. And not, a, th- not a thin sharpie, <laughs> a thick, regular sharpie. Well, you always comment on this. Is there something like weird about having a sharpie? It just takes up a lot of space on a page. And I think it's like one of your cool, cool quirks. Well, I need to be able to see it properly, you know? Okay. I need to see my writing. I always imagined you just thought it was more fun to write with a harpy. Like it makes that cool, like, like, I like the smell, ratcheting sound and (laughs) smell. And (laughs) no, I just, uh, I think I just like, I think I'm a person who needs big to see a big word on a page. Do you need to get your eyes checked? Maybe. Actually, I've been holding things away from my face really far. Oh, okay. Like when I have to give the kids medication or something, like yeah. if I'm giving them, I, like, you know, mo- mo- children's Motrin, like I have to hold the bottle away oh, from my okay. face to so see So you're it. like far size? I or guess. Something? I haven't checked my eyes in a long time. So that kind of sounds like maybe I should get my eyes checked, huh? I mean, you're like eight and a half years old, older than me and you still don't, don't wear gla- gla- glasses. I, just I have- am quite old. Yeah, she's 52, everyone. I am 117 <laughs> years old. Actually, I just blew a bunch of people's minds. At, uh, so I've been going to the improv jams at Dad's Garage. Yeah. And, of course, it's funny when you're in a new environment with new people because they don't know anything about you. Right. So, like, it's like everything I say about myself is, like, this brand new shocking piece of information it's like where do you work online you know teach and then this is what i do and they're like oh my god wow (laughs) and then it's like you know i was talking about um you know like someone was telling me about the teacher of their the improv class that they're in and i'm like oh yeah i know that person you know we went to college together and and he's like can i ask you a question and i was like yeah and he's like if you guys went to college together like how old are you oh my god i was like i'm fucking old dude like i am old what did you tell him? I told them all I was almost 40 and their minds were fucking blown. Yeah. And they were like, what? And I was like, yeah, I am yeah. past my bedtime right now. Like I should probably be, you know. Yeah. You look, I mean, you look like you could be like tw- 28, tw- 29. Really? I don't know if I could pass for that. I mean, I feel like I could comfortably pass for my 30s, but you know, 20s. I don't know. You don't have any wrinkles your hair you don't have any gray hairs that's true um my mom had good looking skin i mean she still does yeah my mom's always had good skin so i think i i I looked out on that and you have a really youthful vibe thank you you don't seem like you're in your late 30s like i'm almost 40 i know but you're you're not 40 next month oh i know you're you seem up you seem sad about that (laughs) It's like why? I, why did I seem sad in that I moment? That's so weird. Is it because you're worried that I'm closer to death now? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, when I met you, you were 34, I think. Um, thirty-six three? years ago. Then I guess you were thir- 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 thirty-three. Because I think I was thirty-three. Yeah. Crazy. I know. You were in your twenties. I was in my twenties. Now I'm like 31. 25, yeah, I was yeah. Tw- twenty-five. It's been a long time. Um, I know. Now we're just old ladies. Old ladies. You know, I <laughs> am fine. Like, 
I am fine. I, I told my sister, my, because my sister's planning some kind of birthday brunch for me. And she was talking to me about, like, how do you want to decorate it and stuff? And she's like, what? And she was making jokes about those, like, over-the-hill balloons. And I was like, listen, I don't want to see any tombstones. I don't want to see any black balloons. Like, this is not a funeral procession. If I see any of that shit, I am walking out the door. Because, like, I, well, because yeah. I'm, like, I'm fine with being 40. Like, there's no, I'm not upset about it. Like, there are things I don't like. Like, I can definitely feel, like, my body's a little creakier than I would like. But I probably could take better care of myself and, like, get more sleep at night and that would probably solve a lot of my problems but like i don't i feel i i feel good about where i am in my life and where i am with myself and i i feel like i'm more comfortable with myself than i've probably ever been yeah. like i'm not perfect like i still have like anxieties about things and i worry about what people think of me mm-hmm. and like my i'm not complete like i'm not totally in it comfortable with my my own body or whatever and all that stuff that you constantly wrestle with your whole life but i'm not upset like i remember when i was like i wasn't even 30 i was like 28 or whatever 28 or 29 and i that 29 was a hard was hard for me because i was like i am i'm getting older like that was when i realized i'm getting older and it's not gonna stop (laughs) You know, and like, I'm not, I'm kind of not a kid anymore. Like I'm an adult now. Like, so like that was a hard time, but I don't feel that right right now. Like, I'm like, I'm 40 and that's cool. And like, I don't really care what, how, what the age, like I feel good about myself and I don't feel like, you know, my life is on the downslide or anything like that. So I'm not, you know, I feel like I want to celebrate. I, I deserve this. I made it to 40. Yeah. Not everybody gets to do that. Yeah. I deserve this, man. I worked really hard to get here. I worked really hard to get to 40. And I'm so like glad dis- you're here. despite my poor decision making in my 20s, somehow I am still here. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I had that um I mean cuz you turned 30 I not turned this 30. year, but in I, the recent past. I had this the I went through when I was 29 what you are going through now, I think, where it was just okay. like I feel really comfortable with myself and my life and I feel like the best I've 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 ever felt, and the year I was twenty nine, I felt like I was already thirty. So like when I actually turned thirty, it was just like oh, like I already feel like I'm I'm thirty. Like you got to that wisdom sooner. You're like yeah. finally my age is caught <laughs> caught up with my my soul. <laughs> I mean, I know we're, and this is not to say that I feel like you seem like an old person, but I've always felt like, even though you and I are essentially like we're not quite ten years apart, yeah, eight and a half, yeah, but we're close, yeah, but it never felt that way to me. I don't know if it's because my soul's a little bit younger and your soul's a little bit older and we're like meeting somewhere in the middle. We're like 35 years old. Exactly. <laughs> I just feel like we've always been kind of on the same yeah. wavelength in that sense. Yeah. You know? Uh, my- the only thing that's missing is that some of our references or things that we grew up with are a yeah. little different. Like, yeah. you know, like, you know. It's missing. <laughs> How much do you miss it? <laughs> uh... Welcome to the George Made Podcast. <laughs> Welcome. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Nicole. I'm your other host, Sarah. Uh, this is a podcast about a reflection on aging. Reflection on our friendship <laughs> and aging and death. It's not. Uh, it is a podcast about film and filmmaking in Georgia. And uh, so that's, but we but we do talk about other things, like other th- apparently that I'm that turning 40 soon. Yeah. And that, that we share a soul, a soul age 
our souls our souls are the same age <laughs> our souls transcend age numbers <laughs> um my I'm mom just, is I'm, the you only t- you you t- you continue talking i'm gonna write down a few things okay that i meant that i want to make sure i don't miss when we talk about today's talk okay cool um my mom is the only one who doesn't think i have an old soul like Your i've got i've got gotten that comment my whole life like you're such an old soul my mom, I've asked her, and she's like, mm. of everyone in our family, you have the 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 newest soul. You think so? I think so. my my I'm from a, f- a family of old souls, so I'm the newest soul oh, in my fa- fa- even family. From against Andy, your brother, you think he's an old soul? Okay, they're all ancient souls. They're I'm, ancient souls. I'm like in my my four. four 40 soul i think I've, a lot of i've always i've been told i have a young soul you do have a you have a new soul you don't have a, a young soul. soul you have a new soul have a, this is not brand new this is I've your been first life of, no it's not <laughs> now elliot my son yeah i know he's only four but i feel like he's brand new oh he's brand new like i my charlotte her soul might be older than my soul mm-hmm. charlotte has an old, <laughs> my daughter, older soul charlotte, than you she might she Lu- might lucas be has he I has a thoughtful soul. He does have that a thoughtful soul. That kid is so like he thinks and feels. Today, you guys was a was a, a moment that will live in infamy, 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 infamy <laughs> in his life. Fucking okay, listen. You know that Chinese restaurant that became a Korean restaurant that was a, down the street. Yeah, from down here? the street from us. Yeah, right. And it had that ice cream shop inside. Maybe no. Four I summers been there. gelato. Right? Okay, okay. The kids walk past there every day on the way home from school, and they always ask me for ice cream. And but we would like get pizza on Friday night, and then mm-hmm. we'd walk over there after pizza and get ice cream. Uh huh. Because they were open late. Right. The Korean, the Chinese place turned Korean place. It's Gonski, right? Like they oh. shut down. Oh wow. Months ago. Okay. And another company bought the place, right? And so my son, so the 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 ice cream place, the the com- place that brought that restaurant wants the whole restaurant, including that space that the ice cream shop was occupying. And so they shut down. And so we walked past there today, and the kids are like, "Can we get ice cream?" And I was like, "Uh, not today, but also like they're closed, like they're gone." And Lucas walked up to the st- store and looked inside, mm-hmm. and he. Like he crumbled, like his eyes welled up with tears, and he was like, "Come on, no, yes." And he's like, "Why'd they have to go and take the ice cream place?" And I don't know who they is, but he was very upset about whoever they was. Why did they have to go and take the ice cream place? And like it just like he was like salty. He was sour about it for like it was like an hour later, and I. And we, has, he'd compl- I thought he'd completely moved on. And I was like, he had this like really, you know, he gets that serious mm-hmm. look on his face yeah. where his brow furrows. Yeah. And I was like, buddy, what are you thinking about? And he's like, he's like, why did they have to take the ice cream place? Like he Aww. was still thinking about it. <laughs> thoughtful boy. He is thoughtful. I think he's, I think he's, you know, he's got some, some life. Yeah. Life lived there. All he right. Very you're not a things. brand new soul. Ma- maybe you're on your second or third life i feel like at least right yeah. you know um anyway so <laughs> uh so our topic for this month and we'll get to it shortly is the film that film made in athens georgia the spectacular now spectacular now and fireworks go off as Ooh, i say it the spectacular um so that's what we'll be talking about um, but before we get into that, what have you been watching, Sarah? 
Well, I recently watched something that my mom recommended to me. Not because it, she was she didn't say it was a great film. She said it was mm-hmm. an I- interesting film. Okay. And basically, she told me she she was like, "Are you ever gonna watch this?" And I was like, "Probably not." And she was like, "Okay." And she told me the entire plot, like okay. front to back, sure, every, all the little like scenes, mm-hmm. like beat by beat, how it en- en- ended. And I was re- really en- entertained by her tell- telling of it so much so that I was like, "I need to watch this." Yeah, but I didn't get around to it until last week. Um, and it is just, it's basically about a woman who's an alcoholic mm-hmm. who gets kicked out of her bo- bo- boyfriend's apartment in so New York. Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway. Right. And she moves back to her small town. Did you say the name of the movie? Col- I'm sorry. Colossal. Okay. Okay. Colossal. Sorry. Colossal. Got it. She moves back to her small, not moves, she takes a trip back to her, her small, small town where mm-hmm. she grew up. I don't know why, maybe because she has a place. It wasn't explained, like, why mm-hmm. she was there. Mm-hmm. And she runs into uh, an old friend. Okay. And he, it, it, this is sounding a lot like Sweet Sweet Home Out. Alabama, right? Like, the, or a little bit the like big city that girl um, goes to the small town and meets Rachel the boy. getting married or something. It has a bit, yeah, <laughs> which um, she she was also in, right? Um, is it Jason Sudeikis? Who Jason plays Sudeikis, the yes. Friend? Okay, so it seems like he had always had a crush on her or something, and she like it seems like it's starting it's starting to go to like a rom com place. Mm-hmm. And then it goes to like a sci-fi place where basically um, Anne Hathaway discovers that there's like a giant monster that's in Seoul, like Seoul, South Korea. Okay. And like a kaiju kind of monster, like a Godzilla. And basically when she goes into a playground in this small town, Mm -hmm her monster appears in Seoul. So, like, okay. when she moves, when she, like, waves her arms in this play, pl- playground, she's standing, her, the monster is standing in Seoul, waving its arms. So they're linked? They're linked. Is is this a metaphor for alcoholism? Or I have no idea, behavior? but ba- basically what, in fla- flashbacks, it shows that, well, f- well first, l- 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 let me also get to the part where Jason Sudeikis is, is, goes from being nice guy to evil a- asshole. I'm sorry, what? Like, his character does a complete 180. Does it for make no sense? Re- it doesn't make okay. sense. Basically, like... So did you like this movie? It was interesting. I didn't okay. think it was great, but it was, like entertaining just because okay. it was like a head scratcher like what okay. what does this fucking mean okay and see it's i'm doing what my mom did like going like because it's so convoluted like it's well, just yeah so okay so would you recommend it to a friend or an enemy both <laughs> um i think everyone should get high or drunk or so- do something that makes you feel weird okay. and wa- watch it and laugh and okay. laugh at the it's like a drama drama sci-fi it's like a sci-fi, sci-fi drama, drama. Rom. does it come drama no, 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 no calm. calm a, li- so a no little calm? bit of a little bit of calm so it's like rom-com drama sci-fi that's a lot of genres yeah. to shoehorn yeah. in there. Yeah. It's, and a kaiju film obviously yeah and it has Jason Sudeikis and Anne Hathaway or like, do they have chemistry 
No. Oh, okay. Well, no. Um, but also his he has a mo- a monster who appears when he's in the playground. He's a robot. So okay. she's like a Godzilla type monster, and he's like a robot. Okay. And it turns out that these cre- cre- creatures were formed in this playground when he picked on her as a kid and like crushed one of her science or school pro- projects. He like stomped on it. Okay. And her pro- project was like a diorama so of is, soul. So it is supposed to be like they're like a sh- like a shared trauma. Maybe? I guess. But like I'm trying to put some logic on this. It's it makes no sense. Okay. And then right. like the old boyfriend shows up and tries to like win her back. Okay. And like it ends basically where like he's like every day that you're not that you're here I will go to Seoul and kill Pe- kill people basically because like if he the go robot the 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 robot so J- Jason Sudeikis the robot will so, go to Seoul and crush pe- pe- people when okay. he, he he won't go to Seoul he'll go to the play playground the robot will appear and the robot will crush people as he as he walks okay was she like a monster this like was she a Godzilla this whole time or only when she's in the playground with only when she's 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 in the playground I gotta say this movie does not sound great it's not great. It's okay. it's very not great. Okay. Um and it ends with her killing him. Well, it seems like it seems like he was asking for it. Yes, but it like I'm like how did it go from being like this rom com so type kills him like thing, as the monster? As the monster. So Okay, no, no, well no, no, that's no. at least satisfying. No, the, the, this this is what, what how it happens. So he's in Seoul. Okay. As the monster. So he he's he's all, he's on the playground. The the ro- robot is in Seoul. She goes to Seoul. She goes to Seoul and kills the robot. And basically appears in the small town as the mo- mo- monster, picks up Jason Sudeikis in the play- playground. The, the robot in Seoul is like hoisted into the air. Mm-hmm. And she, as the monster in the small town, flings J- J- Jason Sudeikis as far away as po- possible. And then both the robot is flung from Seoul and Jason Sudeikis is flung in the small town and mm-hmm. he ostensibly dies. That That's how it ends. Like the movie just like ends. Mm, okay. I'm going to say they probably leave this one off their re- re- resumes respectively. Don't you? Yes. Think? Yeah. Maybe like yes. this is one that you just kind of shelve. Yes. And you say, you know what? <laughs> when I read the script, it seemed interesting. But in retrospect, this was not a good idea. No. Yeah. Mm. And okay, the alcoholism well, seemed to I'm make no sense. I'm probably not going to check this out. Yeah, please don't. <laughs> um, actually, I rescind my re- recommendation. I mean, like, it was... Listeners, if you've seen know. Colossus... Colossal. Um, Colossal. Colossal. If you've seen Colossal, uh, tweet us or message, you know, send mm-hmm. us a message. Uh, hashtag colossal you, waste of time. Hashtag colossal waste of time. Uh, and uh, Let us know. Can you make heads or tails of this movie? Please help me. <laughs> I can't stop thinking about it. <laughs> uh, so I've been watching some things. Okay. Uh, I thought it would follow up with because in our on our last show we talked about my daughter Charlotte, who's nine, and how she really wants to watch horror movies. Right. Mm-hmm. So we actually had finished watching Stranger Things, and um, she. So we we I was like, well, you know, what are we gonna watch next? So what happened was. Her and my husband were gone to the a pizza place, and the boy I put the boys to bed, and I was like, "Finally, I can sit down and watch a good slasher movie, right?" Mm-hmm. 
And not a good one, actually, because I put on Halloween, too, which I don't know if you've ever seen it, but it is not good. It's not a good movie, but okay. it's enjoyable and fun. And I felt like watching it because I Halloween, the first one, as I said on the last show, is one of my favorite movies. But I've seen it a bunch of times and I had seen Halloween, too, in a while. And I've been listening to uh, this podcast with by Matt Gorley and Paul Rust where they are rewatching all the Halloween movies. So I started watching that and Charlotte came home and she somehow talked me in to letting her watch Halloween 2. Mm. And she loved it. She I first of all, I had to fast forward through only one scene like it's actually pretty tame compared to other slasher what movies. What is the scene? There was a, there's a scene where this like nurse and a gross paramedic this creepy paramedic guy like you know, like those, t- I assume it's a tub that you would put patients in to wash them if they uh-huh. soil themselves. Yeah. Well, they turned it into a hot tub and like got in there in the nude and like were making out in the, because it takes place in a hospital, right? Yikes. And then Michael Myers shows up and turns up the heat in the hot tub and like kills the guy and then he like drowns the woman in the tub. And I was like, all of this is bad. Yeah. So I'm just going to skip over this. So that was the only part I skipped. Huh. Um, But Charlotte loved it um she i think she was thrilled that uh-huh. she was watching something that was an adult yeah. horror movie um she said it was the most exciting movie she's ever seen wow and also she was like this is my first horror movie and i was like oh my god i've as a filmmaker and a person the first I horror film you showed you. her is Halloween, Halloween two. 2. No. Which is not a great movie. And she kept asking me stuff like about the movie. And I'm like, just keep in mind, this is not a great movie. Like she'd ask me like, why is he doing this? Or what's that? Or what are they talking about? And I'm like, it's don't think about it too hard. And then um, also I loved how she was asking me things like about Michael Myers. She's like, why? She's like, why is he always walking so slow? Like, how does he catch them? And I was like, it's just one of those mysteries of slasher movies. The killer always walks too slow and yet somehow catches them. Yeah. So this will always have been her first horror film. I know. She'll be telling the story as an adult. I know. I My first horror film was Halloween 2. It should have been Halloween 1. It should have been Halloween 1. But that wasn't what I was watching that night. So, you know. Anyway, she enjoyed it. Uh, And then now we're watching Lost. The TV show Lost. Have you ever seen it? No, I haven't. Oh, fuck. Well, we wouldn't have time to watch it together anyways, but uh, that was one of my favorite shows. Um, It's really funny how savvy she is because, like, the first – the pilot, I forgot how handheld – they use all these – a lot of shaky handheld shots Mm -hmm. in the the pilot episode. And Charlotte was like – she's like, why is the camera shaking so much? She's like – she's like – She's like, God, like, can't they, like, keep it still for a second? <laughs> and I was like, well, you know, it's a stylistic choice. And I think it's supposed to make it, everything feel kind of chaotic and, like, you know, like, kind of scary. And she's like, well, I'm not scared. I'm just having trouble seeing what's going on. That's how I feel about that, that was, kind of. Yeah, I couldn't watch. About that stuff. Um, what's it called? The one with the monster and the. Town. Oh, uh, Cloverfield. Clover- I couldn't yeah. watch that. Yeah. Like I, I, I literally, like it hurt oh my, my head. I, I, I realize now that the early two thousands were very like handheld. Mm-hmm. Was a was a big fucking choice. Yeah, and I guess it's been a while since I've watched the show, so I was like, oh, but it's I love it, and it I still I'm gonna. It's interesting to see how I'll feel about it now, so many years removed from it. But I was like, Chris and I were like obsessed. 
with Lost. Like, I think Lost is one of the things that brought me to podcasts. Hmm. Because I was, there was a horror movie podcast I was listening to, Rest in Peace, Horror, etc. One of my favorite podcasts that is long gone, but I, I miss it de- dearly. That was the first podcast I started listening to, and that was about, that was about uh, 10 or 11 years ago. And when Lost was on the air, people started, this is when people started podcasting about shows and doing like their theories and like really breaking down every episode in detail. And there was tons of Lost podcasts and I listened to a bunch of them and it was like, it was such a treat every week to wait. Okay. When is the, when are they going to put out their show where they talk about last week's episode? I got to know what they think. You know what I mean? Wow. Okay. Yeah. So I was obsessed. I was going on, I was reading blogs. I was reading theories. Like it was like, I was deep, I was deep into it. So, uh, and I know the contra- the front finale was really controversial and people were like a little like iffy on the last season. And I'm interested to see like how I feel about it now with so much time removed. But I'm enjoying watching the first season. It's pretty rad. It's a good good show. Yeah, yeah my, my parents watched the whole thing. And I think I was like, I, I was definitely not too young, but I was too young to care. Like it's, I was like it just, in high they school They just had their something. 15th anniversary of yeah. the pilot. So it's been 15 years. Yeah, so I was, I would have been like 16. Yeah. Yeah, um, you could have watched it. I definitely could have watched it. I just It's didn't. a real puzzle of a show. I think you would enjoy it. Yeah, okay. And it's told, it was one of the first shows that really... Now nonlinear storytelling is really commonplace where you're like in the present and then you go to a flashback and blah, 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 and you jump through time. And but that's a thing that's very commonplace in our storytelling, I think, now in television. Um, But at the time, not that flashbacks were never used, but the way they were used in in Lost was like really unique. And every episode contained these flashbacks where you were you would it would this episode would be about a character going through something in the present yeah. and then you would flash back to their time before they got stranded on the island yeah. and you would find out more information about them that would then kind of change your point of view about what you were seeing in the present yeah. and that type of storytelling was i feel like pretty new and yeah. and and inter- and revol- not rev- I don't want to say revolutionary cuz that seems like it's not like they fucking invented you know, penicillin or something. But um, for store, I feel like that was a real big uh, step in terms of our the way we look at storytelling now and how it can be done and how flashbacks can be used. And uh, uh, so I'd say you'd probably enjoy watching it just for that, you know, yeah. that aspect of it. The I think why really I good. initially didn't want to watch it is because the whole pre- pre- premise of being stranded on a, a desert island, I was like, I feel like that, has been done before, but not like this. Not like this. Yeah, not like this. Uh, there's so much. There's mystery, and there's like a whole world beyond just the island that's part of the story. So I think you would enjoy. It. I, I would okay. say that the. I would say that the stranded on a deserted island part is just a is just the, that's like the tip of the iceberg. Okay, you know, there's a lot underneath the surface. If you know what I'm saying. Okay. So cool. maybe if you give it a try, we could, you know, we could talk about it. Okay. Sometime. Yeah. Um, speaking of talking about stuff, that's a terrible segue. Speaking Sorry. of talking. Speaking it's not as talking. if I've been podcast. We've been podcasting for four years now. We just realized. Four years. Yeah. That's crazy. As of ne- as of next. Um, two months from now. Yeah. And as of, or when, a month. was it January or Jan- February? Jan- of Jan- January. 2016. Yeah. January 2016. So, uh, yeah. I mean, obviously, this show has not been on for four years. Um, uh, if you want to check out our pre our other show, yeah. The Feminine Mistake Podcast, which we did for three seasons, that is available. The Feminine Mistake Podcast on uh, all the things, iTunes, Stitcher, whatnot. Um, 
but uh but and then we've been doing this for the last year but yeah that's kind of insane yeah. how long we've been podcasting yeah it's shocking we're not bored yet no you might I love be it. bored but you might be bored listeners i hope not <laughs> jesus um so shall we talk about today's topic yeah okay that's a better segue right yeah I, did i did i save it speaking of talking <laughs> <laughs> uh the spectacular now it's super spectacular uh so the spectacular now uh sarah picked this show i, I put it in your hands this uh this month mm-hmm. filmed in athens georgia by a by a fellow who grew up in athens georgia James Ponsold. That's right. Um, Sarah, you saw this movie. So tell us tell us a little bit about why. So we were trying to figure out what are we going to watch this month. Uh, and then I and and since I picked the last couple movies, I think mm-hmm. um, I, I put it to you and tell us why you picked this one. Well, this came out in 2013 and I think I didn't see it until 2015. OK. Um, and. My dad had it because he had heard it was good. Because it okay. actually like got great buzz at Sundance. Sun, t- Sundance loved this movie. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I thoroughly enjoy and and enjoy, enjoyed it the first time I saw it. So, mm-hmm. 2015 would have been I would have been twenty seven. Okay, I don't know why. So I we just, had already like, known each other. Yes. By then. Yes. For like two years. Yeah. And I had only had um, bad relationships, I guess, or like guys who were not nice, not. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So basically the main character in this film. Miles Teller. Who played by Miles Teller. Yes. What's his name? Spencer, I don't uh, know, some generic s- white guy name. S- Sutter. Sutter, that's right. Some generic southern white guy name. White guy yeah, name, yes. exactly. Um, uh, so I kind of had a crush on on my, 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 my Miles Teller at the time. Okay. I just thought he was very, like, charismatic and cute and stuff. I mean, you're not wrong. And so c- a combination of having a really bad ex – Thinking that Miles my, my, my Teller was cute, being in my twenty twenty is also not knowing what a ma- ma- manic pixie dream girl was. Yeah, I want to talk about that. Let's yeah. put a pin in that because yeah, yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah. we really need to get into that yeah. topic at and some just point. Being being that girl, like I was that girl who just in relationships was just like very deferred to to the person mm-hmm. and didn't. So like Asked Shay- for what I wanted. Shailene Woodley, character, yeah, her character, a- Amy, Amy, Amy. Okay. Oh, I can't believe I remembered that. Jesus, I, know, right? I didn't even write that down. Yeah. Um. So basically, uh, the, all those things combined to make this an enjoyable experience for me. The first time I saw it, so much so that I posted about it on Instagram for my one of my one hundred happy days. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you liked this? You were like, "This movie's great." Yes, this is I am. Yes, and I love rom coms and rom drums. Yeah, what did you call? You called? I call this a rom drum. A rom drum. I think that's Um, an excellent way to describe the genre of this movie. Because yeah, yeah, it's not a rom com for sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. So you picked you. You had good memories of this, and you knew that I knew you would hate it. I knew you would hate it. (laughs) 
Now, Sarah, uh, I didn't, you were I didn't, not I wrong. I didn't p- pick it because you would hate it. I picked it because I thought it would be interesting to hear your perspective sure. on, on it. Look, there's a lot to like here. Um, the writing is not one of those things. No. But there is a lot to like here. Uh, so I, I will again? try to, I, 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 <laughs> I will, you know, I will credit the movie at the things that... I mean, all the shots were in focus. All the shots were in focus. No, I'm just kidding. There's more to it than that. Um, I, I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna leave you guys hanging. I did not care for this uh, film experience. No, she did not. And I also, (laughs) by the way, I also did not this time. So you had a different point. Yes, different feeling. Very different. Very different. So let's get into this, right? Um, Well, I think I definitely do want to talk about the filmmaker. Maybe we can like get to that eventually. But so this film was made in Athens, Georgia, uh, and I guess I want to say I don't know that this like so the influx of um, film from Hollywood that's come through here. I don't know if you can put it in that category. Like I think it would have been made here regardless. And yeah, I guess we can talk about the film right now. Right now we're kind of dancing mm-hmm. around it. But he grew up in Athens, and he uh, and what was his name again? James Ponsel. Right. So he grew up in Athens and chose to shoot this movie here because he felt like even though the the book, of course, this is a movie that's based on a book, was not set in Athens, Georgia. He felt like it really spoke to that atmosphere and he felt like he could really utilize the – and he shot on like his own like streets where he was growing up and like places that he knew that were like, you know, part of his – the landscape of his growing up. And, mm-hmm. and uh, I think that shows in the movie. Like yeah. I definitely think the – in, of men, of the films that we've watched, I do think the environment was used. Yeah. Like you can tell that the person who shot this movie knew where these places were. Yeah, and like I, I, and that's kind of a weird thing to say, but I'm thinking specifically of the, the party like, at the creek, yeah. which I feel like those like where you're at like a cr- and I, it's a creek basically. Yeah, it's, it is what it is. You know, like it's in the woods. There's like, have I ever been to a party to creek? No. No. But I no. You? I no. No. I mean we've I've par- I've been to a parties in a field. Okay. I can't say I've ever been to a creek party. Okay. I'm not I haven't been invited to a creek party, but I've definitely been to a field party. I've never been in invi- in high school I was not invi- invi- invited to par- parties. Oh. Cuz I I was like a good goody two shoes no one wanted to do dr- drugs with me. I mean you can go to a party and not do drugs. I mean I did drugs. For sure. Yeah. But I mean, I was um, I was weird. I was okay. I was, was well liked, but I was also like goody goody. I would say of my group, I was more of on the responsible end, but I was definitely drinking underage for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think most of my field parties came in college, though. I would say okay. Um, but okay. Anyway, back to this creek. So, but it is, I feel like that's a really common looking landscape in Georgia, which is you've got the creek and like that sort of water, like that sort of like creek type waterfall in the background. It's not like a full on waterfall, but it's like, you know, uh, anyway, it looks like low water park. I don't think that was low water park, but it did look a bit like low water park because I've seen a location that looks similar to that. Um, so that, so is that, and then like the Wuxtry, um was, uh, which is a very, um, at least to us who live here in Georgia, like a well-known record store that's been around for a long time. My my best friend and I in high school used to road trip to Athens because, of course, Athens is like an hour. Co- yeah, is it? Only it's an, an hour? hour. 
Wow, it felt a lot longer in high school. Anyway, it's it's a way. I think from where I lived in Marietta it was maybe more like a two an hour and a half, maybe two hours to get to Athens. I know from it was longer than an hour from for sure. My house, it's an hour and a half from my my house right now. Okay. So I'm going to say it was more like closer to an hour and a half, two hours from where I lived. But anyway, we'd road trip up there on the weekend just to go to the Wuxtery to get like Tori Amos bootlegs. Whoa. This was the 90s, of course. So Whoa. Um, there was a uh, there was there. There's a Wuxtery in um, in Decatur as well. Oh, OK. Uh, and uh, um, there's and then there's Wax and Facts, which is in uh, Little Five Points and Capital Records. Anyway, these were the places where you'd go and get they. These were the few places that were still selling vinyl and were selling all bootlegs and all that kind of stuff that you wanted. Um, so I, I feel like the filmmaker had a lot of attention to the environment, which yeah. made some really uh, the 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 shot. It's beautifully shot. Yeah. Um. So that's one thing I can definitely say about it. <laughs> I mean, I this, th- yeah. that's good, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, did I? I think I got off topic with the filmmaker, but we—he was actually at an event we went to. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sundance had like a film, like it was like a one-day workshop yeah. about short film and Sundance. How to get and, into Sundance? Yeah, basically. Stuff. Yeah, and um, and he was there as their guest speaker, mm-hmm. and you actually met. So I'm, I met him. Yeah, yeah. Get, so tell us a little bit about that because I think your memory is a lot a lot better about that uh, particular part of the event than me. Um, There wasn't a line to meet him, but there were definitely people around him and people trying to take turns talking to him and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I met him and it was not very memorable. Sure. Well, there's what can you say, you know, but I guess you had seen the movie. So it makes sense. So I was like, I liked your film. Like, nice to meet you. I was like, I don't know who you are. I know we talked about more. I know we (laughs) talked for like, Two or three minutes. I don't. I li- I literally don't remember. Do you remember like, what he said what during said. the panel? I know. Oh, I don't remember. God, fuck. What is wrong with us? I know. How I took are our notes. brains not working? I don't know. I do remember him talking a bit about like indie distribution and stuff like that. Mm. Didn't I don't know. He, he makes talk this- about a different film though. I feel, yeah. feel like feel like he talked about a different film right. and Maybe didn't talk it. about the spectacular Maybe now. But I just it. happen to know. I'm just that- making shit up at this point. Yeah, basically, uh, we're the worst. We are the worst. In fact, I did not remember that he was the guest. I'll be honest. Uh, and I know you did. Yeah. But I did not remember it until Julie mentioned it to me. Julie Jones. She was also there. Yeah. She was there. And she was like, I was telling her that we were going to do this movie. And she's like, she's like, hello. We actually listened to him speak for like, you know, like 45 minutes. Yeah, yeah. I was like, did we? Uh, so, uh, I, uh, I should have, obviously I should have gone back and checked my notes, but I mean, he made a very, like he made it, it was like very important to him to shoot the film here yeah, in Georgia, which I think a lot of times Atlanta substitutes for some other place. And in this case, it was like, this was small town. It was a small town in Georgia. It felt like a a small, it felt like Athens. And so I appreciate that as a person who lives here, that it was like, that was that was part of the vibe of the movie. It was the place, you know. Yeah. Um, I also, I mean, the, I think the acting was. I mean, not, all the actors yeah. were great. Yeah, the great cast. Yeah, uh, Miles Teller. Um, I'll say that. So again, my gripe is honestly with the writing, and we'll get yeah. into that. Yeah. Um, the acting was great. Um, I think that. So I guess maybe we could talk about what the film's about briefly. Yeah. Uh, do you want to give us a little rundown? Of. I'll I'll give you what um what 
was said about it. Okay. Is this like a, on, like a synopsis? Yes. Okay. On Google. <laughs> the almighty Google. Sutter, a popular party animal. Unex- Is he popular? I'm going to debate that. But yeah. Please continue. Unexpectedly meets the introverted Amy after w- waking up on a stra- stra- stranger's lawn. As thus. Sutter deals with the problems in his life, and Amy plans for her future beyond school. An unexpected romance blossoms between them. Yeah, I guess that's fair. So Sutter, it, played by Miles Teller, is like, he's, I mean, is he popular? He doesn't seem No, he popular. seems like just like a, a, one of those weird party guys. Yeah. You know, like one of those guys that gets too drunk at the and party. And everyone's like, oh, it kind of feels bad, bad for them, you know? Right. Like he's fun for like the first hour, but then he gets way too hammered for yeah. like an 18-year-old. Yeah. And you're just like, I just feel weird now. Yeah. So I would, I guess maybe he was supposed to be popular. I felt like, I don't know. He oh, just yeah. seemed like a party dude. Yeah. Anyway, so Sutter's a party dude. Uh, I would put him in the category of privileged. Yes. Um. Although you know he's got a single mom. He doesn't seem like he has. Wait, he has a sister, but she's uh, played by Mary Elizabeth Winstead, who's now out of the house. Yeah. Who has this big fucking fancy Southern house with her yeah. big fancy pants husband and friends. Um, mom's working the late shift as a nurse. Well, I guess we'll get into her in a minute. And he's just fucking about, fucking off. Fucking yeah. fucking off his way through life. Yeah. Drinking during the day. Bob Odenkirk is in this movie. Yeah. He's his boss at the like suit, suit shirt, 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 suit and shirt. It's a tie. Suit and shirt place. <laughs> uh, where he hands out starched shirts to other men. Yeah. While um, he drinks from his flask. The flask is like the third main character in this film. Oh, yeah. The flask had had top billing with everyone else. Or it, or the cup, like the 7-Eleven cup that he's yeah. just drinking like whiskey or whatever out of. Yeah. All like he's he like just must constantly smell like booze. Yes. Anyway, he's clearly got an alcohol problem. Yes. Uh, he's recently broke up with his girlfriend, Played by Brie Larson. I know. This movie is full of like <laughs> great people. I feel like every mi- five minutes I was like, Sarah, Brie Larson is in this movie. Or like I'd be like, Jennifer Jason Leigh is in this movie. You know? Um, so there's like a pretty impressive cast. Yeah. So he's broken up with his girlfriend. She's trying to move on. And then he, after a night of drunken dumbassery, mm-hmm. I assumed he passed out on her lawn. Yeah. Was no. it not her lawn? No, she was on a paper route. She's on the paper route. She's on her mom's pay, 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 paper route. And that was one of the first things they talked about was how um, unfair they feel about their moms and how, yeah, like, m- yeah. Uh, let's, here's a good time to bring this up. Yeah. So uh, moms suck in this movie. In this like, movie. Like, moms are just shit. They both hate, they don't hate their moms. They both have everything, serious issues with their moms. Everything is their mom's fault. Yes. Uh, I, here's, okay, a couple things that, here's a, what, problem one, I have this with this movie. The mothers in this movie, and the women in general, I'm just gonna throw that out there, none of them have, like, a life or characters, even, um, Amy. Yeah. They don't have, like, a life or personality outside of what their relationship is to, uh, honestly, to Sutter. Yeah. 
Uh, his mom, to me, is a hardworking woman who's out there busting her ass every night. Like, yeah, she says some shitty things to him in the first scene. Yeah. That's like when, where she, uh, you know, in retrospect, they're not that shitty because she basically says you're just like your father. And like, she's not wrong. Yeah. All he's doing is fucking off and drinking and partying and he doesn't have any like life goals or anything. And she's like working late every night. Yeah. What is he doing? Yeah. And then at the end when she's like, you're nothing like him. I'm like, mm. um, and then, so her mom is, uh, has a paper route and pays her, but doesn't pay the bills. Doesn't pay her bills. Or something with bills. So it seems like Amy's got to take over the... First of all, is there... I didn't realize that adults had paper routes. Yeah. That was news to me. What the... That was news to me. Yeah. Uh, But I guess some... I guess maybe... Maybe kids don't do the paper route thing anymore. No. Because kids aren't even allowed outside without a parent parent alone anymore. I mean, they're all making their money off of Bitcoin at this point, right? Yes, they are. Um, so she's got her mom's paper route. Here's one of the things that bugged me the most about this movie. We not not once do we ever see her mom. No. We don't meet her. It doesn't matter. Nothing about her mom matters. Yeah. And it's like not even like she can't even poke her head in. Yeah. In her room at some like nothing? Like why don't we yeah. ever see her mother? It's like anyway. I don't know if those scenes ended up on the cutting room floor, but that bothered me. Yeah. So both of their moms are fucking worthless, apparently. And their dads are not there. Mm-mm. But the dads are looked upon favorably, despite not being present in the children's right. lives at all. Now, her dad, it's not... Well, he he was an addict, right? Mm-hmm. He died yeah. as an addict. And the other guy's dad we'll talk about but yeah. he's also an addict he's an alcoholic yeah and a shift about a layabout a shifty layabout yes shifty he's a, layabout. just and a he, good time he, he chuckle up guy that doesn't do anything but other than you know whatever he wants i don't even know if he has a job frankly yeah no um, by kyle chandler i don't know another who that fantas- is but another fantastic actor what has he been in uh, Friday Night Lights. He was in. Mm. Uh, I I, I, I remember him that. from Super Eight, which is a great movie by J.J. Um, oh, yeah. J. Abrams that I love. Yeah. Uh, but Friday Night Lights, I think, is the big thing. He's been in a lot of other stuff. I think he's in. Oh, he was in uh, that movie, the space movie with Ryan Gosling. Interstellar. No, no, no. no. Remember the one you watched that Tyner was uh, a, a spaceman. No, I'm just kidding. First man. <laughs> First man. <laughs> spaceman. First man. Yeah, about the walk on the moon. Yeah. He was one of the the guys in that scene saying like, oh, go home, Claire Foy. And she's like. Go home, Claire Foy. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, no, like that scene. Okay. He's yeah. them, the science guy. You know, like, okay, like one of the big yeah. science guys. Yeah. guys. He's in that movie. Okay. You didn't recognize him? No. Okay. He had longer hair in this movie. Okay. He had more of a Key West kind of look. Yeah. Again, fa- I, I just want to say off the bat, everyone in this movie, fantastic actor. They're great. They're all great. My gripe is not with the acting. And in fact, I would say this about Miles Teller. His character is with with that. Miles Teller, I wouldn't say he's like in super charismatic, Mm -hmm. but he's just he's likable and charismatic enough. Yeah. That Sutter, the character Sutter, I think otherwise would have been insufferable. Yeah. Without his likability. Yeah. Like he seems like a doofy. He's a doofy, mediocre white man. Yeah. And I think that that in a different person's hands, I he it would have been unwatchable. Yeah. 
So Agree. credit to him Agree. on that. I thought for a second that maybe you were dead. I don't think I'm dead. Where the hell am I? Um, you're in the middle of a yard. Do you know who lives here? No. Jesus, I must have fallen asleep. Here, let me help you up. Where the hell's my car? I don't know. Do you live around here, Sutter? How do you know my name? You go to the same school. You wouldn't know who I am. I know you. You're, uh... Uh... <laughs> I'm Amy. Amy Finicky. That's what I was going to say. Nice to meet you, Amy. Okay, so that's going to be our stopping point for this week's discussion on the spectacular now jazz hands. Jazz uh, hands. Jazz hands. Um, I'm not sure where the stopping point's going to be, but it will feel spectacular. It'll feel right. It'll feel right. Just like your first time Oof. when you take someone, when you tell someone you're going to take your shirt off. Right. And then you ask them to take their shirt off. There's uh-huh. something weird about that. Yeah. Uh, so, Sarah, you've got uh, you've uncovered a, a, an irate book reviewer, a, a, a reviewer's review of the what this book, The Spectacular Now, right? Is this on, like a on user go- review on Google Books on Google Books? OK, I'm, I'm anxious to hear it. I can't even begin to put in words this book. It threw me for a loop. I don't even know the right words to respond with to what I've just been through. I know I say I mean, it time I, I agree, so and far. time again, but this book was not what I expected. Mm-hmm. I've been obsessing over this book's movie trailer because it looks like simply a romantic movie with its ups and downs, but it's not reality. I think a lot of this book is about that, what really ha- happens in this world. Mm-hmm. This wasn't a love story at all. The trailer made me think that and want it so much that it took me so long to realize this book isn't what I I bargained for. How many, how deep do you think this person got into this book? (laughs) Now that I've calmed. not romantic. Now that I've calmed slightly, and I mean. Now that I've calmed slightly, this (laughs) book ruined this person's life. And I mean slightly down, I realize that this book may not have been what I bargained for, but that may not necessarily be a bad thing. Okay. I still have mixed emotions and can't seem to process the story. Jeez, <laughs> man. Maybe this person, like, I mean, this person was deeply affected by this book. Is this person 15? <laughs> Probably. I think you have to ask yourself, is, is this person 15? Probably. I still have mixed emotions and can't seem to process the story, but maybe I will tomorrow or in a week or in I don't know how long. In I don't know. This person is definitely 15 years old. Possibly 13. I'm just this big, one confused, jumbled mess that doesn't know what to do. A lot of people talk about how it was weird getting into the mind of an 18-year-old boy, and I guess it is weird. I just never thought of it that way because I felt I could find him in my high school. I don't think anyone was as... Oh, a- yeah, so this is a high school person clearly i don't think anyone was as extreme as him but i can just imagine him as an everyday normal kid too even amy well of course amy who is not at all who i expected i could imagine her in my class i actually imagined her as me i could see see myself be swayed by a guy like this who's actually a good guy with good good intentions but he's so dot 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 i could see dot 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 
ellipses. Oh, ellipses, of ellipses. course. So, yeah. So I could, oh no, for sure. He's dot 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 all over the place. I could see me in her, the nerdy glasses wearing social awkward girl that no 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 one notices. It was heartbreaking to feel that for her. For those who read the spectacular now, can we please talk about this e- ending? If anyone's read the book, message me on good good goodreads or something because I need some cloak 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 closure here. I have the sense of dread after re- reading it. Maybe that's the point. I heard the movie has an ending i've got to watch it before i go crazy overall i was expecting more romance than the actual reality of what life can hold for you and how you see yourself in that world Sutter was the main subject and i like that about the book it was more intense than i expected too this is a book that you either love it or it has you searching for answers three stars out of how many stars is how many stars five oh wow okay so she was. It wasn't like a five star rating. No. no, it was like a three. I'm gonna give it a three. Wow, that person went through an experience. Yes, <laughs> I feel like I want to find that person, right? And hug them, maybe. Yeah, like it's I okay. Hug. It's just it's a okay. book. No, but also it's okay. Those men do exist, and yeah. girl, you need to stay away from them. Yeah, do not. No, do not get involved. Wow, that was. Uh, I'm sorry. That was more. No, that was like an interesting look. You know, it's funny. I this was something. Um, I think we're gonna get into the and original ending of the book in the next episode. But I, one thing I forgot to mention that I read about the book was that there was stuff in the book that didn't make it in the movie. Like apparently she was also drinking. Like we see her drinking in the movie, yeah. but she like gets like drunk, drunk in the book. Where like at one point she's at a party and she slaps his ex-girlfriend in the face drunkenly. Yeah. So I I want, I, you know, I have to wonder how like it, again, it seemed like there were no consequences for anything in this movie. So I, maybe it would have been better to see something like that where you're just like, Oh wow. Like maybe then I would have felt more like he should not, you know, I I already felt like he shouldn't be with her, but Mm -hmm. I don't know. Anyway. So I wonder if she was like, that's part of what she's talking about. There was like this sweet, sweet innocent girl who like descends into yeah you know is corrupted by this guy but girl girl i mean she probably read that book a while ago mm-hmm. so wherever she is now i hope she stayed away from men like this yeah for sure <laughs> i hope this book was a cautionary tale yes um thank you for listening uh to this podcast um our, did you have a strong emotional reaction? Let us know. Uh, you can find us on social media. We're on Facebook and Instagram at Georgia Made Podcast. And we're on Twitter at Georgia Made Pod. Uh, this podcast is produced by Critical Crop Top. We also make uh, sketches, videos, films, other podcasts, live comedy shows. Um, you can find out more about that stuff um, by uh, following us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Critical Crop Top. It's like a crop top for your funnies sure you know sure you don't believe that you know new tagline a new tag you know it took us like so long to think of our first tagline yeah which we don't use anymore no it's like we definitely need a new tagline yeah um you know it's been a while since we've watched barry Hmm. do you think we've got time for an episode of barry Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i think i could i think uh I think we earned it. We did. I think we earned it because there's something. I feel like if there's anything spectacular, it's Bill Hader. It's Perry, huh? Bill, Bill Hader. Hader. I know. I'm. I'm just like. I, he's like. Why is he hot all of a sudden? 
Yeah, I don't know. It's um, why? it's a thing. It is a thing. And I you know, like I wanna go I think I'd like oh God, he's also a fucked up dude though. Mm-hmm. He's a fucked up like mm-hmm. oh we can't get away from it. Can't get away from it. We can't get but at least he's a grown ass man. Yeah. Maybe. And it's and it's satire, right? Yeah. It's satire. It's, so it's okay. And he's not real. He's not real. Well neither is Sutter. But Sutter could be real. You don't I think feel- Barry could be real? No, Matt, I guess not. More- it's a He's little more, like, heightened. More of a stretch. Yeah, I guess you're right. So we can just like, like Dexter. It's like I guess he could be real, but it's like So we can still imagine. feel like we don't have to hand in our feminist card. No. Because so Bill Hader is not We don't know him personally, I'm no, sure he's I fine. hear he's good. <laughs> I mean no, like